When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. Welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. And it's a happy Gippsland style of Saturday morning to your one and all, wherever you might be in the Gippsland region. Thanks to Harvey Norman, Juan Thaggy. This is Saturdays in Gippsland. It's great to have your company on a very, very special day here in Yarragon. We're live at Downton Park at Yarragon. And later on this afternoon, we'll be calling the Ellen Bank and District Football and Netball League Senior Grand Final between Nearham South and Bullen Football Club. Plenty to get on with today. And joining me as he does every Saturday morning is my old mate Brad Sinclair. Sinkers, good morning to you. Good morning, Wiz. And uh, how good is it? This has uh, been a couple of years since we've had Victorian Country or Victorian Metro Grand Finals. So to get here at 8.30 this morning and have to park four kilometres away is great. The car park was full. Yeah. That's amazing. In fact, I, the last Grand Final I've been to in local footy was in 2019. I was working for the local footy show, uh, and it was here at this ground for the Ellen Bank Grand Final. And haven't they got it looking magnificent? I mean, they've had a lot of rain out here as they do uh, 12 months of the year, but, gee, the ground's in perfect condition. So uh, an absolute uh, ripper of a show planned for you today. Plenty going on. We're going to be talking a little bit later on about our final line-up, line-up of the team of the year which has been printed in the uh, uh, footy record, the follower for the Elibank competition today. Brad and I and Kenny Moore, League Ops Manager, have spent a fair bit of time working on that one. We'll have our usual segments, hot or not, and we'll be talking to Owen Carter from Gippsland Footy about all the footy finals that have been going on in the area as well. So don't go anywhere for the next hour. Saturdays in Gippsland here, thanks to Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, and a big night in the AFL last night, Brad. Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Wiz is up and about. The Cats... <laughs> Got up by a lazy 71 points. But, mate, how good were they? Well, lazy. Wow. I feel like we might have taken our foot off their throats uh, halfway through the third quarter. Oh, here we go. We're getting real no, no, now. Yeah, I was like that. But I mean, it was clear that they, you know, they had them rattled and they were in control and the week's rest did them some good. Uh, and, um, gee, I was more worried about injuries, to be honest. Oh, as you would be when you're that margin in front and towards the end. And yeah. I, I remember we were swapping messages. Yep. And with Owen Carter from Gippsland Footy as well. And we were saying, uh, shower this bloke, shower this bloke, play with 12 blokes, and you'll be right because that's the thing that worries you. And poor old Maxie Holmes. Yeah, I know. I, it's funny, I saw him grab for his hamstring as he kicked the yes. footy, and I, I'm like, oh no, and I'm waiting. I think it took uh, Channel 7 about two minutes to wake up to it. And now they're saying the medical staff at Geelong are saying he could be all right. Geez, I hope he is. Yeah. I hope he is. Let's go back a few years. I think it was 2011, Stevie Johnson's. Uh, knee in a preliminary final and they thought he wouldn't get up mm. and he got up and they spent the week in hyperbaric chambers and everything and I've heard Wiz, because they do like a public holiday in Victoria, I've heard no matter what happens next week, there's a week's public holiday in Geelong. Uh, or at least one. It might be the week off. It's a week off. Down there. Cameron yeah. Ling. Why not? Just Cleared why it. not indeed. So preliminary finals are big in the AFL and we haven't had them in Melbourne for a few years. 
Uh, everybody was pretty excited last night as the oh, Cats yeah. ran out in the ground talking of the danger. Cats. We've got a little grab here from Patrick Dangerfoot actually talking about preliminary finals and uh, also dealing with the fact that they'd only played one game in 27 days. I wonder whether that had uh, was an influential factor in Maxi Holmes' hamstring. Don't know. But this is what Patrick Dangerfield had to say. It's that balance of like escaping footy for a little bit because you can't just be on for two straight weeks in the lead up to a game that is you know, 13, 14 days away. So there's, you know, a couple of days off early in the week. And then training last Friday was, that was on. We were out at Deakin, so simulating the MCG dimensions, et cetera. And it's on for, for young and old because the competition for spots is, it's very much open. So, you know, I, and I don't think the 22 from la, the last game for this game is a fait accompli. It, you know, it, it, there's still a few up for grabs. So, it was it was as hot as you know I can remember in the postseason, uh, which is you know there's a few little scraps as well. So that's a it's a really strong position to be in, I think. Strong position indeed, Patrick Dangerfield. There talking about that rest over that uh, period of time, 27 days, one game, and they certainly turned it on last night. The Cats, no doubt about that one. Hey, uh, tonight, of course, the Magpies are up at the. SCG Bradley and a bit of a car accident on the Monash freeway yesterday afternoon with a couple of their players and a little nose to tail and they had to delay the chartered flight. They don't muck around with the memes. The meme come up within five minutes that the driver was John Longmire in the other car. Ah. (laughs) They don't muck around. It could be, but they were putting that sort of information out there even before Deb from Towing had organised a tow truck there. That might be the lady that I watch TV with. Uh, but they resolved it. They got up there. They had a practice run, and they're ready to go. But interestingly, uh, there's been some tactics during the week with the Pies and uh, the coach. Uh, in fact, we're talking to, uh, listening to Jeremy Howe here on a little grab. He was talking about how they changed the size of their uh, training venue to match the SCG. <laughs> Well, it's just smaller. So we felt like probably on the last time we played, we felt like we got stuck on the boundary line a lot. Um, and probably expose us through the middle of the ground. So, um, you know, just getting used to the feel of the dimensions and um, the way that we want to use the ball and also defend. Certainly playing up there not that long ago would, um, you know, we got some key learnings which we'll take into this game. The centre bounce probably coming into the forward line feels like a, a, a lot different. But um, yeah, it's probably the break to space for forwards. You just feel like you don't have as much space to work into. So probably the timings of that, um, the way that we use the ball can be a bit more effective this time around, I would have thought. So standby for a Brad Sinclair brain explosion here. They changed the size of their training ground to match that of the SCG, which when I saw on TV, I thought, well, that's unusual, a bit different, but why not if it works in their heads? You don't that, agree? No, it's absolute crap. I mean, is it the first time they've ever been to Sydney and played on that ground? Please, they played there a couple of weeks ago, and now they're going to start changing. You know what? They've got four posts up one end, four posts up the other, heap of grass in the middle. Doesn't matter. You're not going to beat Sydney. A uh, little, uh, <laughs> a little bit of old school magic there from former coach in the Elibank competition, premiership coach, in fact, Brad Sinclair. There doesn't, I don't, I can't see him mapping out different sizes on the old Neil Darnham ground there. But we were undefeated. You didn't need to. We didn't know what it was like to lose. Ah, right. Okay. Hey, one more just before <laughs> we go. This is AFL stuff. The Collingwood playing the Swans tonight. This is interesting. So uh, there may be a little bit of animosity in the crowd towards the little bloke Ginevan. I know he's a favourite of yours, Brad. He is. And here's another favourite of yours too, talking about Mason Cox. Let's have a listen to the Collingwood coach talking about these two. Oh, you'd like, you'd like to think that um, 
you know, it's not the case. Um, you know, we, we respect our. I'm not a boor. You know, I'm, I'm just, you know, I respect my uh, people around us, and you know, I take my daughter to the footy and teach her how to barrack properly. That's the way I go about it. But again, you know, you pay your money, you do what you need to do. But I'm just not a boor. It seems like for him, that's just what I've done. Yeah, he's the sort of character that does take a few things in his stride, but then, yeah, he's human as well. He's not a booer. <laughs> uh, remember when we were told we weren't allowed to boo? Uh, I think they'd missed the point there, but uh, the whole idea of the villain being booed, the pantomime of the whole thing, that's what it's all about. And on a serious note, the kids handled it really well. Yes. Uh, he's handled it well, handled it with aplomb, kicked three last week. They keep booing him, keep doing it because the kid's going to be a champion. He's a ripper. I love watching him. Um, I can't wait to watch him rip up the SCG uh, this evening and uh, he certainly will know where the boundary line is because they've had it all mapped out on their training ground. Now, the other one was Mason Cox. I know he's a favourite of yours. <laughs> this is what the go. coach had to say about Mace. Yeah, look, I said yesterday, he's, he's just got this X factor about him. The crowd get you know, excited for what he does. He doesn't have to do much to have big impact. And, you know, we're not asking for a, a remarkable game. We, we, you know, those things come and go, but we just want him to do his job and, and compete. But again, he can ignite us. Well, oh, he doesn't have to do much to have an impact. That's good because he really does. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, and I'm glad that he says he doesn't have to re- have a remarkable game because he won't have one, Craig. He won't have a remarkable game. I have. There's an agenda here. I have never, ever heard people comment about a player in champion status of a bloke that gets three possessions. Now, Luke Darcy last week was going right off. This bloke's a superstar. How athletic is he? He's brilliant. So I checked the stats. He'd had three touches, Wiz. Oh, but they were very important touches. There's an agenda. I'll tell you what. They, want, they obviously need the game in America because it's such... Populated place. Yeah, I get. There's it. an agenda, and I tell you what, there's never been a player with a name that suited better than Mason Cox. Oh, now I know where you're going there. But now, talk to me about the glasses. Now we know he had a significant eye injury, and this is protect his eyes. Yeah. He nearly lost the sight in one, I'm told. Uh, and there was a set of them stolen a few weeks ago, but unfortunately, mm. I got caught. I had to return them. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm just a little surprised. I mean, I've heard experts saying too that. Uh, he needs the glasses so he can see, but he plays with his eyes closed anyway, yeah. doesn't he, Brett? Yeah, I reckon he does. Look, if you're six foot fifteen, you've got an advantage straight away. How do they reach his eyes? You get, you'll get found out tonight, this or this evening, um, against the Big Swans boys in some form. And I was filthy when St Kilda got rid of. I think you're forgetting he had a very big preliminary final against the Tigers a couple of years ago. Oh, that, I'll tell you what, on a 10-year contract that he's been on now, <laughs> you'd want to throw in one good game in that 10-year contract, Wiz. So Brad Sinclair, a massive fan of Collingwood and Mason Cox there and uh, plenty going on. Now, quickly before we go, I want a Brownlow tip from you uh, and then uh, we'll get on to the local stuff after that. Yeah, it's hard with Brownlow's, isn't it? I mean, because you'll always give three or four names. You just want one name? Yep. I'll go with Lockie Neal. But there's another three or four that I like. I'd well, love to see Paddy Cripps win it. Well, I, I don't think he'll do that. No. My only tip, and I've got it on sports bet, was a tie. It oh, will be a tie. It will be. Well, somewhere, if that's come out, they know, and that's leaked. Well, I don't know, but they're offering odds of $4.50 last night on it. For the tie? tie? Yeah. And where'd you hear it? Sports bet. Uh, I found it on sports bet. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. So what they're doing... They're getting everyone now, oh, I'll back the tie, I'll back the tie. And they know it's not a tie. Ah, see, the, and they'll consp- take your dollars. The conspiracy theorist Brad Sinclair <laughs> just firing some shots from the grassy knoll adjacent to Dealey Plaza <laughs> there in Dallas. You're listening to Saturdays in Gippsland. Thanks to Harvey Norman One Thaggy. We're live here at Downton Park in Yarragon and it's grand final day in the Elibank competition. This afternoon we'll be calling 
Neerham South and Bullen, the Liebirds and the Cats, uh, to decide the champion team of 2022. We're all looking forward to it. The place is absolutely heaving already. And give you a quick update there in the under-18s. Long Worry 4-2-26, a trailing Neerham South 6-9-45. And we also have a premier, sh a premier already, Wiz, from the fourths. Long Worry 5-8-38, defeated Garrigan 1-8-14. Well done to those boys as well. Terrific stuff. All right, time for us to take a break here. When we come back, we'll be talking to Owen Carter from Gippsland Footy. We'll also have... Our usual netball segment and uh, hot or not a little later on. So plenty to come on Saturdays in Gippsland. Thanks to Harvey Norman Wonthaggy. We'll be back right after this break. Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. Great to have your company here from... Down and Park in Yarragon, it is Saturdays in Gippsland, thanks to Harvey Norman, Juan Thaggy, and it's around about this time of the show where we get to our Gippsland Power Equipment local sports update. Now, that's Gippsland Power Equipment, now open in Warrigal, that's 16 Normandy Street, the home of Cub Cadet and Rover Mowers, the Gippsland Power Equipment local sports update, today featuring Owen Carter from Gippsland Footy Social Media. Owen, welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland. Hello, Wiz. Hello, Brad. It's very nice to be looking at your smiling faces again today. Uh, don't get to see them as often as I'd like, but uh, what a cracking day. Uh, streets are lined up with cars. I, it took me half an hour to get in myself. Yeah. Uh, I reckon this... I've been to three or four grand finals so far this year, and I believe this is probably the busiest area of outskirt outside the ground I've yep. been to so yeah. far and that's the earliest I've been to a ground as well so that's so does that mean it's busier inside or we've just got less car parking in here <laughs> well that's up for debate because I'm well, parking should have just done what Wiz did Wiz got here at about 8 o'clock oh, get in I do know someone <laughs> turned up at the gate and said do you know who I am and it wasn't me it was Uncle Fester over oh, there oh well, I just come in with Mitch Smith beside me now he's the boss so oh, I just walked in and, and Mitch is there going hey hey watch this oh, he's on the phone oh once he sorted that out they were throwing <laughs> Rose petals on the ground in front of the car. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm walking in with the backpack on. Anyway, Owen, enough of all that sort of stuff. There's been plenty going on. You're talking about local grand finals. There was a couple of big ones last weekend and a couple of big ones this weekend. Let's start with last weekend. Yeah, absolutely. So West Gippie, Mid Gippie and North Gippie all had grand finals last week. Yep. Uh, Turin and Delmar were the winners of the West Gippsland competition. A uh, bit of a drought breaker for them. So they got up by 46 points. Uh, best on ground, Peter Wright from big boy. Seagulls. He's a big mm -hmm. boy, big, big very good player. Yeah. Uh, I have seen him live. I uh, went down to the Anzac Day game when they played the Dusties and he tore him apart down there too. So Wouldn't want to walk down a dark lane with him coming the other way. He's Have you seen him, Wiz? Uh, he's a big lad. And he's an angry looking man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're uh, usually the friendliest people you get made. True. We digress. True. <laughs> Islander descent, I believe, but uh, yes, he, he definitely want him on, his, on your oh, side yeah. if you're walking down that alleyway. Uh, Mid Gippsland, Yanar. Wow. Fairy tale story. Defeated Newborough by 20 points. Uh, best on ground there was Yunar's Ned Marsh. Uh, obviously, they finished or just scraped into the top six in the mid Gippy. They had to win their last two games and had to rely on someone else to lose their two to get in. That happened. Mm. Effectively played elimination finals for the remainder of the season. Yeah, the rest so. of the series. So, interestingly, and I know they got a big great... Uh, we're on air at the time calling the preliminary final for Ellenbank, but... Uh, they opened up a big league on the Doggies, and then the Doggies came back and got within a point, but uh, they went on with the job in the end. Yeah, and look, pundits out that way were slightly leaning towards Yenar just because they had that flow of form, uh, and they had a full contingent in their side as well, I believe. So, obviously, that got them over the line in the end. Yeah. 
Um, and they were the two major ones, weren't they? Uh, North Giffey was the other one oh, from yeah. the weekend. Uh, that's the one I attended uh, out in lovely Hayfield uh, where the rain luckily avoided me for most of the day. Uh, Wearing your big dog clothing with the Gippsland footy logo on it yeah, as well. Yeah, shout out to today. the very big dog. They'll be, they'll be very happy they got to plug me yeah. in there. <laughs> Get a big dog up, yeah. yeah. Is that what they say? No, big dog clothing. Oh. I might, might move on from that. <laughs> okay. uh, Thanks, Brad. Your North uh, <laughs> defeated uh, Trail and Ties United by 44 points. Uh, so that was pretty close up until around the halfway mark of the third term, and then Yulon North just pulled away. Quarter time onwards um, was mastered by centre-half forward Keenan Hughes, so people out that area will know that name. Yep. Uh, very good player, best on ground, and a worthy one as well. And a that was a weird game. Like the scores. We were keeping our eye on that, and someone was a long way in front. I thought it mm. might have been Yulon North. It was, yeah. yeah. In the first quarter, they were well in front. There was a breeze favouring their end in the first quarter. It was a bit swirly and more across the ground. Yep. But if it was anything, it was going to their pocket. So they took advantage of that early. Uh, then TTU sort of pulled their finger out and, and drew it back at half-time. But yeah, after that halfway mark of the third term, it was all your lawn north, and that's all she Now, I know you've probably got this in your paperwork. Whilst we're on North Gippsland, I hear more Elise want to jump in there. It was. It was something I was going to finish with, but I can't Oh, do sorry. That there you go. <laughs> I've just thrown the run sheet right out of whack. No, that. you're good. nothing unusual about that, Brad. <laughs> uh, so there was uh, talk of more Elise uh, considering moving clubs towards the end of the year. They've had that meeting. They didn't get the 75% majority vote to do that, so they will stay in mid-Gippsland mm. ne uh, next year. At least for another year. Yeah. And uh, looking for a new parking spot they are, but they've got to agree. That's never get, I, I could never understand clubs wanting to do this all the time the last five, six years, wanting to jump from league to league. I don't get it. Yeah, this is Saturdays in Gippsland. Thanks to Harvey Norman One Thaggy. We've got Owen Carter here from Gippsland Footy Social Media. He's the expert on everything going on. And there's some two big grand finals on today, Owen. Certainly is. Uh, we're sitting at one of them. So, senior game between Bull and Bullen and Nearham South. Uh, what do you like about this game, boys? I'm sure you're going to go through it in depth later, but just a well, we, if we we've got a very full dance card today. But uh, we like it because Nearham South have been undefeated all season. Then they lose the second semi by 15 points to uh, the Liebirds. They've got to fight their way in the honest way from the preliminary final, and they. Uh, did that last weekend over Ellerbank, so they arrive here to meet the Liebirds. And it does again. sharpen you up. It happened to me in 09 in this very competition. We were undefeated all year. We lost the last game of the year, home and away game, to Coralin at our ground at home. And we come back out in the second semi and de absolutely demolished them and then met them again a couple of weeks later in the grand final and won. So I do, I do think for a coach for Brett Mounsey, what it'll do, it, he would have, it'll sharpen them up and say, you know what, you've got some real things you can use with near and south during this week of you can be beaten, boys, and this is a side that beat you. So keeps get some thinking different. Yeah, keep some honest. And, of course, near and south, uh, since their back-to-back -back successes, 98 and 99, haven't won a flag since. Mm. That's 22, 23 years or whatever it is uh, since then. So a lot at stake for them. And, of course, Bullen. Uh, premiers of the Eastern Conference uh, back in the days of Conference 2014, the only year they did it. It was and another was experiment that didn't work. <laughs> last, um, their last senior premiership. So uh, plenty at stake for both sides today. In fact, I can tell you that 10 flags for Bullen in their history and seven senior flags for the Cats. So both very successful footy clubs over time. What about the Gippsland League? 
Oh, and there's a bit going on there as well. Yes, so running concurrently. I think it starts about 10 minutes after the senior game does down here at Downton Park. Uh, undefeated Lee and Gather taking on uh, Sale, who ironically have a wet sail at the moment coming home. So oh, that should be there, very interesting. Okay. Did you like that? Well, I, I used it there. Right. He probably oh, rehearsed yeah. that one at home a few <laughs> times. No, straight off the top of my head. <laughs> uh, that looks to be a very good game. Uh, Lee and Gather have looked a little bit vulnerable uh, leading into finals. They've had a couple of games that have been close ones, specifically last week as well, um, where they got very, very close. Uh, so... So, oh, sorry, look, possibly the week before. Sorry, I'm getting my timelines mixed up. <laughs> uh, Sale also looking very good, so I'm hoping for a tight one here because looking through all the senior grand finals, there hasn't been a decision under 20 points. Oh, a little birdie told me too, Owen, and if anyone knows, you'll know that uh, the coach of Wonthaggy, Jared Blair, mightn't be at Wonthaggy next year, a little birdie told me. Uh, it's a possibility. There's uh, quite a few rumours floating mm. around. Uh, I do... <laughs> Like to that, that wait. That sounds like a big bird. That's it. That oh, is a, yeah. oh, it is, it is sweeping season too. So <laughs> just mind your head, boys. Imagine, imagine the mess that could leave on you. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of rumours flying around. I do like to wait until that's confirmed before I release anything. But yeah, there's there's plenty floating around at it's the moment. It's not like a tip journey. of the Gippy Grand Final. Uh, it's hard to go past Lang Gather, but probably in a close one. I do like Sale. I think they. I love the way they play footy, but it's hard to go past the Parrots. I think ah, Parrots easy. Today. Parrots easy. And what about this one? We'll get yours. Brad and I'll do ours a little later on, but who are you tipping for this one today? Uh, once again, hard to go past Nearham South. So my two cents on it, just from an outsider's perspective, would be that have Bullen shown their card or their hand too early in, in the previous game they've played against. Uh, they've shown, hey, we can beat you. This is how we've done it. So Nearham can now go in and say, hey, we know how you're going to beat us. Well, let's counteract that. And the medalist we're going to be talking to him hopefully a little later on in this hour. Jack Hazendonk won the uh, Alf Walton medal for the Elibank competition uh, last Sunday night at the Warrigal Downtowner. Uh, well deserved. A close count, though, Owen. Yes, it was. Uh, and look, I think Jack was always going to be up there. He's won it a couple of times previously. There was a couple of others that would have been highly fancied as well, like your Cody Wilsons and, and other people of that nature. But great credit to him and, mm. and good for Puong as well. Um, obviously, we might touch on coaching changes later, but uh, that, that's good for the new coach down at Puong, who we might announce later. So three men tied on uh, 27 votes with about two games of uh, votes to count. And... Uh, Young Jack got the three for best on ground in the final round of the home and away season to win the medal, and well done to him. Hopefully we'll be speaking to him a little later on in the show. It's time for us to take a little break. Got to go to the newsroom for our news update. That's been the Gippsland Power Equipment Local Sports Up-to-date now, Update now open in Warrigal. That's at 16 Norma District. They're the home of Cub Cadet and Rover Mowers. Gippsland Power Equipment. Don't settle for second best. You're listening to Saturdays in Gippsland. Thanks to Harvey Norman Wontaggy. We'll be back with our netball segment right after this break. Harvey Norman Wontaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. Now it's time for nothing but net. Nothing but that it is. It's time for our netball segment. And joining us, 
is the local, I'm going to say netball expert, looking resplendent <laughs> in her umpiring uniform. A busy day for you, Ange Banbury. Welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland. Or should I say, welcome to Nothing But Net. Thank you for having me. I'm glad it's radio. If people can't see me in the whites. No, good. no, it's okay. Looking resplendent, as yep. I said. So you've been umpiring the junior games uh, earlier today I and have. back out there again. Yeah, so the uh, umpired the 13s and the 15s and uh, 17s are on at the moment. So a couple of good games. Junior players, fantastic uh, it's obviously great to have netball back and playing um, as we have with footy all year, but the uh, calibre of the junior netballers has been fantastic and a real nail-biter in the 13s, one goal separated, mm. uh, Trafalgar and Nyora. So the reason why we have nothing but net, just to make sure that people follow that this is a community sport event, Grand Final Day, it is footy and netball. And uh, whilst there's a massive crowd here looking at the footy, there also is at the netball courts this afternoon. Before we get to grand final day, last Sunday night at the Warrigal downtown, Warrigal's best bar and bistro, <laughs> with some excellent halloumi fritters, by the way. Uh, it was the uh, presentation night, and you was uh, you were front and square up on stage <laughs> there with the microphone, reading the votes for C, B, and A grade. Yes. Give us a quick description of who took away the medals. Yeah, so um, a really good calibre of of um counts across all grades. Uh, we did the juniors earlier that day uh, and then got to the senior um, grades. Um, so we'll start, I guess, with the C grade and um, Nilma Darnham's uh, Hayley Heatley won that one, so an outstanding And she player. led through most of the counts She too, did, Hayley. yeah. yeah. Um, very good player. Uh, toughed up. I've, I've played against her and I know she's a uh, very competitive player, so um, really good to see her win and, and Nilma Darnham um, be up there as well across all grades. So, yeah, that was nice. And by the way, if anybody wants someone to read out votes at your vote count night, Angie's available. I've got her number <laughs> off air. Uh, she is the fastest vote reader in the region by a long way. She went at 150 miles an hour. That was entertainment just on its own. Just Ange. keeping the night ticking along. Oh, it was. Oh, it that's was, a good idea on those nights. It, it is indeed. It was going along like industrial machinery. It was absolutely <laughs> fantastic. It was all, all right. clear. Everyone no, knew what was going on. Beautiful. You notice that this microphone works all the time. So <laughs> a little bit different, but that's a, that's a little teething problem we had with the PA down at Warrigal Downtown the other night. Uh, B grade. Yeah, so uh, Alan Bank, uh, Lauren Johnson took home that one just in front of Alicia Hallen, and that was a really good vote as well. Alicia uh, from Trafalgar, mm -hmm. so new to the league, and um, Alan Bank, we're all used to having them up the top of the uh, vote count, so no surprise with Lauren taking out that. Uh, another good player, and Alan Bank are full of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, they've got a lot, and, and she's a real asset, Lauren, too, and she spoke very well when she accepted did indeed. her medal, so that was very good. All right, I'm going to get to this one. It's a big story, the A-grade medal yeah. for the best player. Yeah. Uh, well, no surprise, Christy Yuri taking out that one and uh, well ahead of Taylor Wallace, who came in as runners-up. And Taylor had won um, our last time the vote count. So um, Taylor from Allen Bank, who coaches them, and no surprise that she's up there with the vote count. But Christy Yuri, uh, look, she's a fantastic player. To be honest, um, well above our standard. Yep. She's a she's a um, Victorian Netball League uh, player. She plays for Casey Demons throughout the week, and um, it was no surprise that she took home she the was, best and fairest. And she was so far in front in the count at some point, I went home and rearranged my <laughs> sock drawer. <laughs> Missed the leaderboard updates, knew yeah. she'd won it. Look, she had a record number of votes, and it was 42 or something. Yeah, 43. Yeah. Um, and, and look, without doubt, deserved to win it. Um, but 
to still get the votes and, and do that, you know, it's outstanding. And, and, and it's great that we've got someone like her in our competition because um, although she's winning it by that much, it makes sure, believe me, that every other club looks to that and just says, right, what well, do we need new, to do? That's the new standard, yeah, isn't it? Mm. Absolutely. Um, time's going to get away from us, Anja, yeah. unfortunately, but we'll better talk about today's grand finals. Quickly, C and B, and then we'll get to the A grade as well. Yeah, well, uh, C grade Long Warrior playing Allen Bank. Um, Allen Bank always, as I said, always in grand finals, but uh, Long Warrior that you know they've been up there thereabouts the last few years um, pre-COVID so um, they're the sort of the ones that I guess the underdogs so to speak with Alan Bank of having always won it a few times so uh, they're sort of defending premiers I guess back in 2019. So you're listening to Nothing But Net here on Saturdays in Gippsland. It's brought to you by Donalda Motors in Mafra and Bairnsdale. That's home of Mitsubishi's tractors and farm machinery established in 1926. Uh, a big day in these grand finals. Let's keep going. Yeah, B-grade Norma Dana will take on Allenbank. Allenbank, um, they lost the 2019 grand final. I can tell you that because I've got a few tattoos that tell me that I won that one. So <laughs> I snuck that one in, didn't I? So oh. um, Allenbank... The third person going on in there. Yeah, Allenbank, um, look, they'll want to definitely win this one. Um, they've got a really good... Um, a really strong all-over court. Um, and Neil Madanum, they'll come at them, coached by Mel Cook, who will have to leave him at some stage because she's going to be playing A-grade. So um, I expect Alan Bank to win that one. OK, the Eagles to win B-grade. That's Angie's tip. And what about the big one, the A-grade grand final this Yeah, afternoon? well, I said, you know, this is why you pay your money at the gate to see this kind of netball. And, um, look, Christy Urie being the best and fairest of the league, she'll be up against Mel Cook. And that's going to be an absolute ripper of a contest between those two, uh, Christy at goal defence. Mal Cook at goal attack uh, for Nilma Darnham. But um, Nilma, there across the whole court, Stacey Laurie in defence, uh, fantastic player. She's won premierships before with the Dusties. Um, young Madeline Bassado, young girl that's actually from Yarragon and went up the highway and, you know, she'll hope that she can, uh, you know, win on perhaps the home court that she grew up on. But near and south, they are going to be extremely tough to beat. Um, and there'll be some good stories in there. Obviously, the three sisters that have come together, mm. Christy, um, Tali and Kim in goals. So the, the Hillbergs. Um, but the likes of Casey Timpkin, um, who's been there sort of her whole life. And, um, you know, it'll be nice for her. And Hayley Stringer, who's come up through the juniors. So... I think near. Great job of Rachel Chandler, coached the, the club back in the day. I think it was about yeah. eight, nine. Yep. And she's back there now doing the job again and still running around. Very oh, fit girl, Rachel. Super fit, super mm. fit. And she'll have her work cut out for her against Harley Hilberg, but she will not let up. I guarantee you that with Rachel. She will uh, go at everything. The Hilberg name, it's a big one. And what we didn't talk about with that uh, best and fairest yeah. medal too. League best and fairest to Christy Hilberg, now Yuri. Yep. Uh, that marks her 10th league best and fairest award. So I think she's snuck in front of her mum now. Yeah, because her mum's got nine yeah, league um, best and fairest awards and her grandmother yeah. has nine as well. Yeah. Put so, an extension on just to fit them in. So you, now Brad, I said this the other night uh, when we are up there. 28 league best and fairest between three generations of women. Um, as Wherever you go for the rest of your life, you will not see no, that again. No, not at all. That's, uh, that's an amazing... I don't think in any sport, really. No. Football, yeah. cricket, no. you could go through them all, you won't see that. No, no, true enough. Hey, Ange, time's got away from us. I really appreciate you giving up your valuable time today. And My pleasure. There's a game running around there at the moment without an umpire, so you need to get back <laughs> and get sorted out there. I'm just on there. the sidelines this Enjoy one. Enjoy the big one this afternoon in the netball and uh, running things over there very, very smoothly indeed. <laughs> just uh, everybody thanking Ange Banbury 
for coming over and helping us with nothing but net. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Ange, indeed. Have a great day. That's nothing but net. Thanks to Donelda Motors in Mafra and Bensdale, home of Mitsubishi tractors and farm machinery, established in 1926. We need to take a break here on Saturdays in Gippsland, and when we come back, still plenty to talk about here. We've got uh, grand final previews, uh, league best and fairest discussion. Hopefully we'll get Jack Hayes and Donk in the Alf Walton medal. Plenty to come on Saturdays in Gippsland. Thanks to Harvey Norman Wonthaggy back right after this. Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. It's great to have your company here live from Downton Park in Yarragon. Downton Park in Yarragon here at EDFL Grand Final Day at 2 o'clock this afternoon. You listen to Saturdays in Gippsland and uh, it's time for a little segment that we've been running most of the year, Brad. We like to call it Hot or Not. It's hot, real hot. That's hot, that's hot, that's hot, that's hot, that's hot. This is hot. It's so damn hot. Nah. Time for hot or not. And uh, I think I'm opening the batting this morning here on Saturdays in Gippsland. Hot or not. SEN have a new song which we're going to hear shortly. Um, why have we got an SEN Gippsland song? I think a, a SEN Gippsland song would be terrific. Talking about um, silly old bald people in broadcast fans uh, doing that. Is that hot or not? It's hot. Hot? I like hot. it. I, th- yeah, that... Uh, I'm a massive Mike Brady fan and it never gets old and I love... I, why can we get him out here one day? Come on, Hutchie. Get the checkbook out. Let's get Mike Brady out here one Brady. day. It's got a real grand final feel to it. Love it. In any case. Now, Owen Carter from Gibson Footy's back with us here. Uh, looks like we're not going to get to catch up with young Jack. He's uh, pretty busy. I know he's appearing in the lunch, the grand final lunch for the league in the social club there. Have you got a hot or not? I do, Wiz. If Collingham beat Swans tonight. Oh, don't. Please no. They'll go on and win the whole thing. No! <laughs> hey, Owen, pick a window. You're leaving. <laughs> they, they, we'll have none of that on this show <laughs> oh. ever. So is that hot or not? It's not for me. You know my answer. It's a not from me as well. Not definitely. All right, come on, sinkers. Did you watch the Bledisloe Cup the other night? Um, I watched the Harker at the beginning and then um, lost interest. It was a great game. The French referee, Mathieu Reynaud. Yeah. Mathieu Reynaud. I think that's French for Matthew. Yes. It sounds better, though. The French referee's decision of time wasting in the last 90 seconds against Wallaby Bernard Foley was insane. Absolutely insane. He was overawed by the occasion, like a lot of refs and umpires in this country get done, all night where he whistled up 24 penalties and sent four players to the sin bin. The camera was on the ref more than the actual game. And didn't he just soak it up? Mm, the me, last 90 me, me, me. Yes, yes. The last 90 seconds he thought he's a chance. And he I've never seen if it was soccer in Europe, he would they would have run from the uh, bleachers and they would have 
caned him and rocked him. It was so, disgraceful. Not that uh, Brad's come up with a long one or anything, but is that hot or not, gentlemen? It's bloody well, not. Considering I didn't see it, but because of the Wallabies lost, you have to say not, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> it, it cost him the game. I'm calling it hot. It cost, it cost uh, him the game. Would you describe him as Razor Ray of the... Union? Oh, makes Razor Ray look They're like a choir boy. <laughs> be nice to Razor. I've told you before, he's a... Uh, uh, a has a home loan broker, mm. a finance broker. He did my mortgage, and he's a nice little fellow. Yeah, he's, Razor. No, he's a home loan broker. He's a home loan broker. So there's your answer about Razor. <laughs> right, I've got another one. You ready? Hot yeah. or not? I've got two more. Um, when someone who works in the at, for the local radio station calling the local footy turns up to grand final day, <laughs> and there's eight thousand people here, right? The car park's full. You'll have to park somewhere between here and Trafalgar. <laughs> And he pulls out, do you know who I am? <laughs> oh, I'm with the radio. I've got to bring my case of goodies in here. I've got, I can't. You, know, you don't know who I I've got to get in. Do you know who I am? No, I didn't say Is that. that he, I, didn't, I didn't say it was you. Is actu- that hot he, or not? He actually knew. <laughs> oh, he knew. He got <laughs> when, recognised at the when, gate. When I come in, you're sitting in here. I'm driving in, and the look on his face, because he had to park in Trafalgar, and the look <laughs> on his face when he seen me pull up right beside the commentary box was priceless. Unbelievable. Hey, well, I'm calling that not. You're hot. Oh, oh, <laughs> thank you very much. Oh, I don't know about that one, Steve. <laughs> hey. Oh, this is an easy one. What's hot or not? Roger Federer. What a career and the best sportsman I have ever had the privilege of watching. I've seen him at the Aussie Open uh, many years ago, about six years ago, seven years ago. If he's not the greatest sportsman off court, on court, he's the whole package. Yep. Absolutely sensational, Roger Federer. Actually, uh, I don't know if Steve's got this one ready. I did say we we're going to do this earlier. We ran out of time. But just talking about Roger Federer. Uh, and he does know someone that's involved in the media there. Um, here's the little grab from the official announcement of his retirement. If you're impressed with him, you're going to be impressed yeah. with this. As many of you know, the past three years have presented me with challenges in the form of injuries and surgeries. I've worked hard to return to full competitive form, but I also know my body's capacities and limits, and its message to me lately has been clear. I am 41 years old. I've played more than 1,500 matches over 24 years. Tennis has treated me more generously than I ever would have dreamt. And now I must recognize when it is time to end my competitive career. The Labour Cup next week in London will be my final ATP event. Stop it! You're hot! He's a sensational. <laughs> he must be hot. Sportsman. Roger Federer, there he is. And Does he remind you of Nick Curios? <laughs> Uh, oh, there is a similarity <laughs> in the sense that they both have been seen holding tennis rackets. Can I throw in a little uh, tidbit there as well? I believe that Federer actually quoted at some point that one of his most memorable matches was played at Trelgan. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. I can't. I couldn't pull you that quote. I got that second hand. But yeah, wow. anyone out there, look that up. Was there someone from Terralgan told you that? P- quite possibly, yes. <laughs> wow, that's magnificent. And that's the sort of bloke he's humble. He played juniors out at Terralgan. Humble, yeah. humble. One more. I got one more. Yeah, come on, come on. Collingwood Football Club. Jeremy Howe talking about the size of the SCG and they've trained differently and they've done this and they've done that uh, to combat a ground that they've played on 15 times mm. and once was only two weeks ago. Is that hot or not? Uh, I'd say... Flog. I'm going to say hot. There you go. <laughs> Damn I'm going to say it's really hot and it might be the difference between the two sides today.
Oh, come on, Wiz. You're jumping on that Collingwood bandwagon. That's <laughs> Why would I do that? I just hope they smash the absolute living you-know-what out of each other tonight and they're all exhausted by the time they face up. They'll face the music next Saturday against the Cats. The 18s won uh, near them south. Big win, 12-11-83, won the Premiership. Over Longwari 6339, Wiz. And we're in a good position here, too. So the uh, presentation is going to happen right in front of us. The umpires just getting their medals under 18. It's gone. Not long to go here in on grand final day. This is a big one, too, Owen. I think we got your tip a little bit earlier uh, about who's going to win this one today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I'll be tipping near and south in the seniors. What about you, Brad? Are we gonna, I know you're going to do it in the pregame in any case, but it's hard to tip against a side that's lost one game. I think they learnt from two weeks ago. They uh, were challenged again last week in the prelim from Allenbank, and I thought they got over that challenge in the last 20 minutes quite well. I'm going to go the Cats today. Cats it is. I think it's going to be Cats for me as well. But as you said a couple of weeks ago, I think second semi-final day. They're almost bulletproof, but if anybody can yeah. do it, it's the Liebirds. Yeah. And you proved to be correct on second semi-final day. Just a case of whether it can be done again. And we missed the announcement there of the winner of the best on the ground medal there in the under-18s. Looks like Neerham South have won that game as Bradley has pointed out to you. We were going to play the uh, SEN song written by Mike Brady, but unfortunately we, we have run out of time for that one. But it is quite entertaining. But if you're listening to SEN across the course of the weekend, I'm sure it's already been played about 19 times. Nice to have Mike Brady singing your theme song, yeah, it is. isn't it? That medalist was the captain. For Nearham South in the under-18s grand final, Aiden Rand. Well done, Aiden. Nice to win. Best on ground medal as the skipper. When you've won a flag under-18s, you'll never forget it. Uh, oh, I've done it a couple of times. Under-18? No, best on ground in the grand final. Being captain. Oh, really? Clayton. Yeah. Don't worry about that. He's a highly accomplished yeah, so player. Don't worry about that. Owen Carter, Don't worry about that, Now, for those who are regulars to the uh, Saturdays at Gippsland, we're about to uh, finish up here and head back to the studio for now. Saturdays at Gippsland runs all through the summertime. And I know Brad and uh, Sammy Watson will be a part of that one, no doubt. I'm going to be taking a break post-footy season, but we'll be back for the, with a bumper two-hour show next Saturday to uh, review what's taken place in these two big grand finals today and preview the AFL grand final two hours. for Gippsland as well. Do we get overtime or what's go there, Archie? <laughs> He's all about the invoices, <laughs> Mr. Sinclair, isn't he? No doubt about that one. That's all we've got time for this time. Saturdays in Gippsland. Thanks to Harvey Norman, Wanthaggy, Gippsland, Power Equipment, Donelda Motors, Maffer and Benstar. Hey, thanks to Mitch Smith and Sam Watson for all your support all year. Surge today, pushing the buttons and Steve Woods back in the studio. Brad Nian, and you too, Owen Carter. Thank you. Signing off. We'll Two talk to you next Saturday. Ooh, Bye for double now. time. Big money, mate. Looking forward to that. <laughs> <laughs>